We're fixing to have us a good day. Bring it up. Welcome on into the Locked On Auburn podcast, your daily Auburn Tigers podcast. Today's show presented in part with Fetch Me Delivery. These guys, let me tell you what, they are going the extra mile with their no-touch policy, as well as really helping out local businesses. As someone who works for a locally owned business, I really appreciate that, and also if you are self-quarantining, which most people should be at this point, you want the folks at Fetch Me bringing you your food because it allows you to, hey, you've probably been cooking a lot more than you typically do. I know I, my my household has, and so um, please use Fetch Me Home Delivery. Use promo code FetchMe20 for your first delivery free. You can do that in the free Fetch Me Delivery app or Fetch Me Delivery. Dot com. I'm Zach Blackerby. You're Michael Pappas. Yes, I am. How was your weekend? Uh, it was a pretty good weekend, Zach. How Sweet. was yours? It was fine. It was fine. I'm kind of disgusting myself for how much TV I watched over the past few days, but hey, that's that's kind of what's being asked of us right now. So uh, before we get into our bracket, because we kind of previewed that we were going to do our next round of the Auburn Athletics Greatest of All Time, we're down to the Sweet 16. And we will chat about that uh, towards the end of the show. Um, first, want to point you back to Friday's show, uh, the top 10 Auburn Power Runners all time. We did part one of that list on Friday. We will do the rest of that tomorrow. We're excited about that. Um, but before we get to the bracket, I've got a, a few stories that I want to touch on. Okay. You ready? And we also got a listener voicemail as well. So we'll start things off. Stephon Gilmore, he's the best corner in the NFL last year um, based on several different metrics. Um, he talked up Jarrett Stidham. Now, a lot of Auburn uh, aggregate sites have kind of posted uh, bits and pieces of that interview that was originally done with Mike Reese of ESPN. Um, but Steph- uh, Stephon Gilmore talked about Stidham's ability to make tough throws. He said every now and then there would just be one in practice where it'd be like, oh, wow, this guy's this guy's mm-hmm. got it going on. And then uh, talked about how he made life really tough on him in practice, and it was a big reason that the defensive backs for New England last year were one of the best units in the NFL. Yeah, and I think that... Goes both ways, right? Playing against one of those units that's uh, one of the best in the NFL yeah, can only sure. help Jarrett Stidham get better. Um, I, I hope Stephon Gilmore is right. I'm glad that he said these very nice things about Jarrett Stidham. I'm happy right. for Jarrett Stidham. I hope that he's correct and Jarrett Stidham has a very long NFL career. At the top of uh, or at the time of us recording this, Cam Newton is not signed anywhere. But based on where he signs, I can't imagine him going somewhere where he would not start or get a solid chance to start. And Auburn having two starting quarterbacks in the league would be a pretty big deal. Not a whole lot of schools Funny can say Want to hear that. a fun fact I heard today? Sure. There were seven quarterbacks drafted in the top five from 2010 to 2015. And currently zero of them have starting jobs in the NFL. That's fascinating. That's fascinating. One of them obviously is Cam, so One that of could change. Cam, yeah, Cam, then... But, uh, Jameis, Marcus Mariota, Mariota, Mariota could start. We'll see, we'll see. But yeah, that's 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 a fun fact. Um, Bruce Pearl is in the mix for Wofford grad transfer. Chavez Goodwin, he's six nine, two hundred twenty five pounds. He is a center. A lot of questions about Auburn um, in regards to uh, having some more post presence next year in the sixteen seventeen season. Not a whole lot uh, in just under ten minutes of play per game. 2.3 points per game, 2.3 rebounds. That was when he was at the College of Charleston. He transferred and redshirted in 18. And then in 2019, 
uh, at Wofford. 11.9 points, 6 rebounds a game, 0.9 assists. He had two double-doubles with Wofford. He has already talked to 10 schools, and one of those was Bruce Pearl and, of course, Auburn. Um, more concerned about Jalen Green, but I'm, uh, I'm glad that they're trying to uh, – I'm glad they're still out there recruiting. All right, there's that. Four, yeah, there's that. Four, I don't know. Yeah, four-star Cliff Omerui is how I've been saying it. I don't say it confidently at any other time, but Auburn was in the running for him. He made Auburn's top three. He made his decision yesterday on Sunday. He committed to Rutgers over Auburn and Memphis. A lot of people changed their crystal ball pick from Memphis to Auburn yesterday, so message boards were excited and then let down as he chose the home school. Um, but, yeah, so he's going to play for Rutgers, not Auburn, but very interesting that Auburn's always kind of in the running with these guys now. And it's mm-hmm. also funny that people are like, Rutgers, why would you not go play at Auburn? <laughs> talking about basketball. So I think that's a lot of fun. Um, just while we're talking about basketball recruiting, did you see there's a guy named Tony Tony? No. <laughs> Who committed yesterday? <laughs> no. His name is Tony Tony. That's uh, he, awesome. He committed to UAB. Yeah. Um, shout out to Andy Kennedy. Yeah, really. He's from Huntsville. Yeah, T-O-N-Y space T-O-N-E-Y. Tony Tony. <laughs> that is awesome. That's like a lot of people um, back when Auburn football had like a million people with last name Davis. It's like Auburn needs to recruit a Davis Davis somewhere. I just, I, I couldn't handle it. <laughs> Tony funny. Tony. No, that's funny. Spelled differently also. Sure. Um, all right, in just a moment, I want to play a voicemail. Um, we got corrected over the weekend, Michael. We need that a ton. So stay tuned right here on Locked On Auburn. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. One of the things um, that we're excited about, you can join our group on Facebook, Locked On Auburn Chatter, as well as like the page, Locked On Auburn. Also, check us out on Instagram. I've been told that I need to grow that, so search Auburn Podcast. Would love any advice on that. Seriously, if you uh, look at anything that we are doing on the Instagram account and it looks bad, please DM me. I am so bad at Instagram. Um, Pretty bad at Facebook, too, but I do like Twitter a lot. So, uh, the voicemail machine, 205-502-4285. Also, over the weekend, we found out you can text that number. So if you don't want to send an email and you don't want to call in for your voice to be on the show, you can text it. So save that as a contact in your phone, 205-502-4285. All right, here is, uh, here's our voicemail. Hey, guys. Justin from uh, LaVette, Alabama. Hey, this Justin. is in regards to you guys talking about safeties for the 2016 roster. You said it was um, Daniel Thomas, I believe, but you had Stephen Roberts or Stephen Roberts uh, Rudy mm-hmm. Ford was a senior as well, and you had Joshua Holsey. I know Stephen Roberts was a safety. I'm not sure about the other <laughs> three. Two, NFL I don't guys, think Daniel yeah. Thomas played much at all that year. All right, thanks, guys. Yeah, thank you for calling us out. We really appreciate that. We really appreciate that. Once again, 205-502-4285. Um, the interesting thing about uh, Stephen Roberts, I loved him as a player, mm-hmm. 
And it's funny, he and he and Daniel Thomas are very similar as far as their past. They weren't highly recruited guys. They were towards the end of their respective recruiting classes. And then just over time at Auburn, like if you come to Auburn and play defensive back, you are going to get better over the course of your career. Yep, absolutely. Um, I totally forgot three of those guys existed. So uh, thank you very much. And they much. all made NFL rosters at one point. That's, yeah. <laughs> that's crazy. I think Holsey is now on the staff. Didn't we read that a few weeks ago when I was uh, doing the show from home? I think that's I think, true. I think that's one of the names yeah. that, we, that we read. So, God. Well, we really appreciate you uh, calling in and setting us straight. Yeah, thank you so much, um, Justin. Yeah, I mean, it, it is amazing, though, how much better guys get. I remember... Um, I remember in that game, now that we talk about it, that 2017 opening thing against Washington thing, opener of the season, I, I, all offseason, I was like, I don't think Steven Roberts is that good. And he had an outstanding game. And I like one of the opens for the, the podcast, <clears throat> um, going back to that point, I was like, I am so sorry, Steven Roberts. Please forgive me, Steven Roberts. And he like DM'd me back on Instagram. It was like, I, I like posted a clip on Instagram and tagged him. And he's like, Dude, it's good, man. I just like proving the haters wrong. And I'm like, all right, cool. <laughs> You're like, okay, I have uh, found my role. <laughs> yeah, it's I like, all right, go. I'm going to start talking bad about Bo Nix now. Fire him up. <laughs> it's like, you're welcome, Auburn people. You're welcome. Um, yeah, I, I just think that's such a testament. I mean, you and I talked about the development of safeties on a show last week. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, he was able, I mean, he being Kevin Steele, but, I mean, just kind of, you know, Auburn as a whole developing these guys and it's like you look at Sherwood and you look at Monday and their floor was so much higher than Daniel Thomas and Steven Roberts. Okay, so over the I'm glad that you brought this up. Over the weekend, cool, sort of. Uh, this is adjacent, so bear with me. Okay. Over the weekend, I think Auburn football, I believe it was them, tweeted out a picture of like the the guys in the tunnel walking out before a game. And then they tweeted again. I saw that. Yeah. And it was like a phone background. Did you notice that Smoke Monday was, like, the third guy. Like, towards the front, walking out? Yeah. I didn't notice that. He was, like, one of the guys in... You think that matters? I'm sorry. I assumed it was him because the only other number 21 on the roster is Mark Anthony Richards. Okay. I don't think it would have been him considering how he was injured and redshirted and probably not in uniform. Okay. So, um, I do think it matters. I mean, he was up there with, like, leaders of the... Like, the biggest leaders of the team. I I think it speaks to his Older guys really like him. Yeah, I think yeah, I think it speaks to his leadership. I mean, when he's up there with Bo, and and I know it's odd saying Bo as like you know big time leader as as a freshman, but like he's, he's the starting quarterback. Yeah, yeah like um, he wants so it. I, I definitely thought that was a big, it was something that really did stick out to me. So yeah, cool. I'm a big Smoke Monday guy. Really big Smoke Mo- now. I am. Yeah, big, big Monday guy. No, Big Smoke Monday guy. It's crazy how different it is between Smoke Monday and a Monday. Yeah. Big difference. I like one a lot. Also. The other one always comes a little too quick. Also, the day I found out his real name was not Smoke, very sad. Day. That make you sad? It was a very sad We day. don't have to act like that's a thing. We can just act like his actual name is Smoke. As far as I'm concerned, it is. I did that with Whitlow. I'm like, his actual legal name is Booby. That one's different, though, because like they always announce him as Jutarvius. Well, we all need to buy in a little bit more. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and like, like, Come on, Rick Smith on the, the PA. What are you doing? And like on the broadcast, they'd call him Jutarvius. Well, once so, again, we just need to buy in a yeah, little bit more. I know. I mean, people call um, Markavius Big Cat. Yeah, but 
again, just like Smoke, that was on the roster. I mm -hmm. could have lived my whole life and never known his given name was not Big Cat. Mm -hmm. I'm fine with that. I mean, that one's a little bit more of a stretch than Smoke, I think. Uh, yeah, probably so. Speaking of Big Cats. Okay. Tiger King is incredible. Tiger King. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, one day we may uh, turn this into Locked On Tiger King. Um, we'll see. All right, in a moment, we will see who made the Sweet 16. This is Locked On Auburn. All right, man. You ready to roll? You ready to do this thing? Yes, welcome into the first episode of Locked On Joe Exotic. Nope, we're not doing that. <laughs> All right, so you can vote in the poll through some of the social media links that we'll tweet out and put on Facebook throughout the week, or you can scroll down and look at the episode description. All right, you ready to roll, my friend? I'm ready. All right. We had Cam Newton taking on Nick Marshall, and Cam Newton pulled it out. I'm glad. I'm very glad. Yeah, pretty commanding. A lot of these were pretty commanding despite there being kind of tough decisions. Um, let's see. We had a 5-4 a matchup to Keo Spikes versus Cadillac Williams, and we had Cadillac Williams edging him out. This one was pretty close, actually. I'm This one surprises me a little bit. I mean, to Keo Spikes, uh, I think... Had the better professional career. Okay. Uh, so Definitely it, longer. Yeah, so mm -hmm. it, it uh, that one surprises me a little. All right, so we got the 1-4 matchup. Cam Newton taking on Cadillac Williams. Your early favorite there. Cam. Yeah, Cam. Same. Um, all right, we had the matchup between 3-seed Derek Brown versus 6-seed Nick Fairley. And 3-seed Derek Brown wins that one, which I'm glad. Derek Brown. Zero missed tackles last year. Zero missed tackles the year before. Had oh, like four in his career or something. That, that is crazy. <laughs> For a defensive tackle, <laughs> stupid. That is stupid. He's terrifying. Like, um, Two-seed Pat Sullivan took down 10-seed Carlos Rogers. So we got a Pat Sullivan-Derek Brown matchup in the Sweet 16. That's tough. Yeah, this is tough. Is it? I uh, think Pat Sullivan wins it, but I really don't know. Is, do you go with the Heisman Trophy, or do you go with the uh, little bit of recency bias there? I don't know, man. I don't know. So we went chalk. We went one, we, two, three, four. Yeah, one, two, three, four in football. No, just think about that. When all you people were saying how bad our seating was, just think about how mm -hmm. how we went chalk mm -hmm. a lot. All right, so just get ready for that. Um, let's see, Bo Jackson, the one seed in the standouts bracket. Beat out eight seed Caesar Shellow, and then four seed Tim Hudson versus five seed Jason Duffner. This was the second close. No, actually, this was a slaughter. Tim Hudson beat him by a lot. <laughs> I don't know why I was thinking that. <laughs> I'll tell you which one I was thinking. I was thinking about the Jay Jacobs David Marshall one. We'll get to that in a second. All right, so we got Bo Jackson versus Tim Hudson. I think Bo will take care of business there. Yeah, gotta think he will. All right. Um, we had 11-seed Casey Mize taking on 3-seed Frank Thomas. Frank Thomas won by a considerable amount. So 3-seed Frank Thomas moving on to Sweet 16. Taking on the winner of 7-seed Gabe Gross and 2-seed Rowdy Gaines. Rowdy Gaines won that one. That one I think was actually kind of close. So we got Frank Thomas, Rowdy Gaines. Once again, we went 1, 2, 3, 4 in the standouts. Huh. Huh. We seeded terribly, Michael. Huh. How bad of our seeding did huh. we do? Rowdy Gaines should win this one, but I don't think he will. You think he should? I think he should beat Frank Thomas. Yes, he's he was was. The I voted most... for. I wrote. I already did the thing. I voted for Rowdy Gaines as well. Oh, okay, good. I'm you don't. Glad. You don't have to convince me. Well, Rowdy Gaines was the most decorated Olympian of all time until Michael Phelps. So, right. There's other guys in the Hall of Fame. That's true. Frank Thomas not downplaying what you've done, 
He's, but more people have done what you've done than what Robbie Gaines has, has done. You know, not to take any unwarranted shots, but he's also got a little T. So, <laughs> all right. Um, one seed Charles Barkley took on nine seed Samir Dowdy. Charles Barkley won by a lot. I think that was actually the most lopsided matchup, if I remember correctly. It wasn't. Um, it wasn't Bo Cello, which is weird to me. Um, all right, so Charles Barkley, the one seed, taking on the winner of five seed Chuck Person and four seed Chumo Kiki. Chumo Kiki won by a lot, so we get Charles Barkley, the one seed versus four seed Chumo Kiki. That surprises no one. Um, Bryce Brown, the three seed, beat out six seed Isaac Okoro, and will take on the winner of two seed Jared Harper versus seven seed Chris Porter. Jared Harper won that, so we get the classic two three matchup between Jared Harper and Bryce Brown. Wait. So did that one go one, two, three, four? Oh my gosh, we went chalk there as well. Interesting. But we seeded horribly. Remember that. Interesting. Remember that. Who do you think wins between Bryce and Jared? Oh, I have no That's idea. That's the toughest one, right? What are we going to do if it's exactly 50-50? We get to make a decision. Yikes. <laughs> um. All right, this one did not go chalk, but we got pretty close. We got pretty close. Uh, Bruce Pearl took on Gus Malzahn. Bruce Pearl won by a whole lot. The closest matchup. The closest matchup was 5C Jay Jacobs versus 4C David Marsh. It was a two-vote difference. And Jay Jacobs pulled off the technical upset. And will take on Bruce Pearl in the 1-5 matchup in the Sweet 16 in the administration bracket. Mm. Mm. You think there's any chance that Jay Jacobs upsets Bruce Pearl? Jay Jacobs hired Bruce Pearl. That's that's what I'm saying. That's a brilliant move. That's what I'm saying. It was a, a good hire. Um, all right. And then Pat Dye took down Shook Jordan. And <laughs> Kevin Steele, the 15 seed, beat out the 10 seed Butch Thompson. So we have a 315 matchup in the, the bottom right hand <laughs> of the bracket between Pat Dye and Kevin Steele. Absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> Again, nothing against Kevin Steele. <laughs> He's not. But he has beaten Greg Williams and Butch Thompson. <laughs> He's not. <laughs> He's been here five minutes. It's a really good defensive coordinator, but here we are. <laughs> He's not one of the four best coaches or administrators in, in Auburn history. Like, this is just absurd. Yeah, so to recap in the football bracket, 1-4 matchup between Cam Newton and Cadillac Williams and a 3-2 matchup between Derek Brown and Pat Sullivan. In the standouts bracket, one seed Bo Jackson versus four seed Tim Hudson. And the 3-2 matchup between Frank Thomas and Rowdy Gaines. That one's going to be really fun to watch. I think that one's going to be close. The 1-4 matchup in the basketball bracket, Charles Barkley and four seed Chumo Kiki. And then also three seed Bryce Brown, two seed Jared Harper. That's, I think Jared's going to win by a whole lot, but I think he's like going to get barely like a lot of people's votes. You know what I mean? Like, a lot of people are going to have a really hard time voting for Jared, but I think oh, more yeah. people end up voting for Jared than Bryce. But Pe- Bryce was Bryce was here longer. Do people care about that? Maybe. People love Bryce Brown, as they should. Mm. People love Jared Harper I, as well. I, I don't know who I'm going to vote for. Yeah? It's like, which one made me less angry during games? I voted for Bryce Brown. Wow. I'll uh, vote for Jared Harper then. Okay. The 1-5 matchup, Bruce Pearl versus Jay Jacobs in the administration bracket, and then the 3-15 matchup between Pat Dye and Kevin Steele. Please, God, vote for Pat Dye. Vote vote for Kevin Steele to make Every uh, single person should vote for Pat Dye, just for the mere fact that he was a head coach here. (laughs) Like, I don't... How are you... 
Did he do a lot for Auburn? Yeah, kind of. Yeah. But uh, you got a chance to have a 15 seed in the lead eight. That's not a reason to vote for someone. Uh, yeah, yeah. Please don't vote for Kevin Steele. Don't turn this into a big joke. Uh, we worked so hard. We did work so Seating hard. Seating almost perfectly. Uh, yeah, yeah. We almost went chalk. I mean, there was a five seed instead of a four seed, and then Kevin Steele. Like that's the only that's the only outlier that we had. I blame the people because well, the Greg people Williams. did great on pretty much everything but that. Yeah, Greg Williams should obviously be there. He's the goat. I I think Butch would have beaten Greg though. Should he have? Probably not, but I think he would have. They're both friends of the program, though. Um, Again, uh, this probably all comes down to the fact that people don't care about equestrian. Which is a shame. But, like, also, like, have I been to an equestrian meet? No, I haven't. Are they called meets? I think so. I don't know. I don't think it's a match. But it's like... What's the other option? I don't know. It could be like a... I'm, I don't. I, I. I honestly don't know. Okay. Like, what do you call? Uh, like, uh, if you went to watch speed skating, that's not a match or a game or. Anything. I think that would be a race, but they're not racing. Oh, yeah, that is a race. I'm done. Um, all right. So other things that tournament? we worked. I don't know. I don't but, know. But it's not a tournament, though. It's just two teams. The um. Other things that we worked really hard on, Michael. You worked really hard on your top ten Auburn Power Runners of all time list. Tomorrow we will do our top five. I promise you want to listen to it. It's I listened to Friday's show twice because it was so freaking funny. <laughs> we we got a ton of feedback. We did. And a lot of it was pretty positive, actually. Yeah, I thought people were going to hate on you. You asked for people to be nice to you, and they responded. <laughs> it, it went so poorly. Ay, ay, ay. But it was a good show. A lot of good conversation, and, and I think the conversation will peak tomorrow. Also, I think we're going to have Cam Petway on the show this week. That's cool. Yeah. We haven't scheduled that uh, definitely, but um, we'll have more information on that tomorrow when we open up the show. So looking forward to that. Where can people find you and hear you, buddy? Follow me on Twitter at CouchPapTato. Um, yeah, listen All on right. Friday and tomorrow. You should. God, it was bad, but you should. For you. <laughs> But it was a really good oh, show. Yeah, the show was good. It was bad for me. It did not go well for me. <laughs> follow uh, follow me on Twitter at Z Black. We follow the show on Twitter at Locked On Auburn. Email the show. We would love all the help that uh, that you can as far as generating ideas and topics. Locked On Auburn at gmail.com. This has been another edition of the Locked On Auburn Podcast. It's the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.